What you think, you see, and you ultimately become. Think better, live better. Welcome to the Think Better, Live Better podcast. We're your hosts, Mark and Angel Chernoff. New York Times bestselling authors and creators of the popular blog, Mark and Angel Hack Life. Today's episode is titled, Try Again, How to Restore the Faith You Once Had in Yourself. When I was a high school freshman, a 260-pound freshman girl showed up for track and field tryouts right alongside me. Her name was Sarah, and she was only there because her doctor said her health depended on it. But once she scanned the crowd of students who were on the field, she turned around and began walking away. Coach O'Leary saw her, jogged over, and turned her back around. I'm not thin enough for this sport, Sarah declared, and I'll never be. It's impossible for me to lose enough weight. I've tried. Coach O'Leary nodded and promised Sarah that her body type wasn't suited for her current weight. It's suited for 220 pounds, he said. Sarah looked confused. Most people tell me I need to lose 130 pounds, she replied. But you think I only need to lose 40? Coach O'Leary nodded again in in agreement. Sarah started off as a shot put competitor, but spent every single afternoon running and training with the rest of the track team. She was very competitive. And by the end of our freshman year, she was down to 219 pounds. She also won second place in the countywide shot put tournament that year. Three years later, during our senior year, She won third place in the 10K run. Her competitive weight at the time was 132 pounds. There was a time when Sarah was convinced that it was absolutely impossible to lose weight because in her past experience, it had never worked out the way she had hoped. She had completely lost faith in herself. But with consistency, with a daily ritual of trying again and again, she restored her faith and achieved the impossible. And when Sarah showed up to my 37th birthday pool party recently, I smiled when I overheard other guests she had just met compliment her on her bathing suit and her physique. Of course, Sarah still works really hard. She tries again and again and again every single day to maintain the physique and the physical abilities that she has now achieved. You know what? And so do I. I lose faith sometimes too. Some people get this idea about me because I'm a New York Times bestselling author who has spent the past decade writing and teaching people how to create more success and happiness in their lives, that I don't ever fall short and fail miserably in these areas. But of course, I'm human, so that's not true at all. I fall short and fail at things much more than you might imagine, and certainly far more than I'd often like to admit. And it feels just as horrible for me as it does for you or anyone else. I absolutely lose faith in myself sometimes. Deep down, of course, I know these negative reactions aren't helpful. So I own up to what happened, learn a lesson or two, and then get back up and try again. The final part is the most important part, the trying again. I fail at eating healthy and exercising sometimes, but I try again. I fail at loving myself sometimes, but I don't give up on myself either, and so I try again. I fail at being a great mom sometimes, especially when I get distracted with stressful business projects. But I keep trying, 
and oftentimes I invoke a fresh smile on Mac's face. We've even failed at recording this podcast you're listening to right now. We made it an initial attempt and then scrapped it completely because it didn't feel right. But we started again. When I try again and again, I often succeed and feel much better about myself in the long run. If there's only one thing you take away from this podcast, let it be that trying again, giving yourself another chance every day is always worth it. Because what you do again and again defines you. Many of the most meaningful results you will ever achieve in your life, the milestones, the relationships, the love, the lessons, come from the little things you do repeatedly every single day. Regardless of your unique talents, knowledge, and life circumstances, or how you personally define success and happiness, you don't suddenly become successful and happy. You become successful and happy over time based on your willingness to try again and again to create little daily rituals that amass little bits of progress through thick and thin over the course of time. So what do your little daily rituals look like? You really have to sort this out and get consistent with what's right for you on a daily basis because failure occurs in the same exact way. All your little daily failures, those things that you don't learn and grow from, come together and cause you to fail big. Think in terms of running a business, for example. You keep failing to check the books. You keep failing to make the calls. You keep failing to listen to your customers. You keep failing to innovate. You keep failing to do the little things that need to be done consistently. And then one day you wake up and the whole business has failed. It was all the little things you did or didn't do on a daily basis, your rituals, not just one inexplicable catastrophic event. Now, think about how this relates to your life. Your life is your business. Remind yourself that the vast majority of the results in your life, positive and negative alike, are the product of many small decisions made over time. The little things you do today and tomorrow and the next day matter big. Too often people overestimate the significance of one big defining moment and then underestimate the value of making these good decisions and taking these small steps of progress on a daily basis. Don't be one of them. It sounds obvious, but not easy to sustain. The concept of taking it one day at a time, one step at a time, might seem ridiculously obvious, but at some point we all get caught up in the moment and find ourselves yearning for instant gratification. We want what we want and we want it now. And this yearning often tricks us into taking on too much too soon. Mark and I have seen this transpire hundreds of times over the years with our coaching clients and getting back to happy course students when they want to achieve a big goal or three all at once and can't choose just one or two daily rituals to focus on so nothing worthwhile ever gets done and gradually they lose more and more faith in themselves. Let this common mistake, this quick fix mentality be your wake up call today. You really can't lift a thousand pounds all at once, yet you can easily lift one pound a thousand times. Small, repeated, incremental efforts will get you there. It doesn't happen in an instant, but it does happen a lot faster than not getting there at all. 
Do your best to consciously shift your focus away from the big goals, the big ideals you want to achieve in your life and towards the little daily rituals that support them. Consider the following. If you're a competitive athlete, your goal is to win sports competitions. Your ritual is the time you dedicate each day to training your body and mind. If you're a university student, your goal is to learn and earn a degree. Your ritual is your daily study habits. If you're a parent, your goal is to be a great role model. Your ritual is the time and energy you commit to setting a good example each day. If you're a human being, your goal is to live a happy, meaningful life. Your ritual is the small positive steps forward you take every day. Now consider this small excerpt from our New York Times bestselling book, Getting Back to Happy. If you stopped focusing on one of your big goals for a while and instead focused exclusively on your corresponding daily ritual, would you still make progress? For example, if you were trying to lose weight and you stopped thinking about your goal to lose 20 pounds and instead placed all your focus on eating healthy and exercising each day, would you still lose weight without even thinking of the goal? Yeah, without a doubt. Gradually, you would get closer and closer to your goal, your target weight, without thinking about it ever again. And if you mess up occasionally, you own up to it. You forgive yourself and you try again. That's what rituals are all about, trying again, being consistent, one day at a time, one step at a time. You get to restore your faith in yourself. Restoring your faith in yourself is arguably the most significant hidden benefit of consistently practicing a daily ritual of any kind, of trying again and again and again. In fact, what I personally lacked before I learned to implement these kinds of daily rituals was the faith that I was actually capable of achieving positive results in my life. I had tried you know, so many quick fixes in the past that ended in failure, and I had grown so discouraged in myself that I began to subconsciously choose procrastination over attempts to fulfill the little promises I made to myself, to learn, to grow, and to make progress in various ways. In essence, I had lost faith in both my ability and in myself. You know, it's kind of like another person constantly lying to you. Eventually, you stop trusting them, right? The same holds true with the little promises that you make to yourself that always end in disappointment. Eventually, you stop trusting yourself. And so the solution in most cases is exactly the same. You have to restore your faith in yourself gradually. You have to restore the trust you have in yourself with small promises, small steps, which are your daily rituals, and then little small victories along the way that will inevitably come if you keep trying. Again, this process takes time, but it happens if you stick to it. And it's undoubtedly one of the most important, life-changing things that you can do for yourself. Rituals. We talk so much about rituals because it it affects us so much. It's it really is one of the cornerstones of our work. You know, our New York Times bestselling book, Getting Back to Happy, is every chapter ends with a specific ritual action that you can take to take steps forward and to make progress. So we can't stress this enough. Um, Mark, are there some rituals, what are some rituals you have in your life right now that you take and that help you accomplish what you want to accomplish? Sure. You know, so one of the things I do to hold myself accountable to rituals is simply having a wall calendar um, that we use the don't break the chain method on. Uh, Don't break the chain 
I wanted to mention this first and foremost, because this is, you know, how, how can I track the consistency of the little things that I want to do for myself every day? So Angel and I have a couple uh, wall calendars in our home office. It's where you can see every day of the year in one shot. So you're kind of looking at every single day in, uh, of the year. It's, it's right up there in front of you. I don't, I don't know how big it is. It's probably like four feet tall by three feet wide. They're pretty big. Um, but I have a different color uh, marker that's associated with each one of my little rituals. And so one of my rituals, as an example, on the personal side is spending an hour of uninterrupted time with my son, Mac, every single day. We could be play, playing video games together. We could be reading books together. We could be going to the playground and tossing the ball around and playing with some of his friends together with me present. Um, but whatever that task is, it's, you know, whatever it involves, it's, it's one hour a day at least. And many times it's, old, it's longer than that. Another, t- another ritual of mine every single day is getting two hours of uninterrupted writing time consistently. There's no question about that. That's just something I do every day. So that's on the business front. And then there's, you know, there's many others. So I have a marker that's a, a, a highlighter, basically, that is the color green that is associated with my Mac time and a blue one that's associated with my writing time. Every single day I accomplish that goal, I put a little check on my uh, wall calendar. And the visual nature of that um, helps me keep going. So inevitably, there's going to be a day where I am very busy and I think there's no way I'm going to get my two hours in. And I'll look up at that that uh that wall calendar and go, you know what? I've written every day for, for two hours a day, um, for every day for the last, you know, three months, I can visually see it right in front of me. And there is just no way I'm breaking the chain today. So that's one of the tools I use to uphold my rituals. Um, I told you two of them already. Um, another one that I'm very consistent with is knowing that the mind is intrinsically connected to the body. And so angel and I are militant, I would say about 30 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes of exercise per day. Um, so not an hour and 15 minutes, three or four times a week, but 30 to 45 minutes every single day. It can be, and many times is as simple as taking a long bike ride, um, taking a walk around the block, taking a short jog. Um, there's a little community gym that we have that's easy to walk to. So we'll get in there for 30 minutes. Um, but the consistency of that makes me feel great. And so that's something that supports the writing. It's something that supports me being with my son and, and having you know a great energy level and so forth. Yeah. And if for some reason, you know, you do break the train, the chain, it's not the end of the world, right? Mm -hmm. Try again. So this time, if you made it 90 days, make it to 91 and push yourself and give your permission to give yourself permission to try again. Um, You know, some of my rituals include, you know, drinking eight glasses of water, right? Because I know that's healthy and good for my body. And so and every- Angel's militant about that. <laughs> she lines up, I think she mentioned on a different podcast episode, but she literally every evening, her ritual is to line up eight glasses of water on our counter. And she kind of scoots it over to the side by the by the refrigerator. And then she knows the next day visually. Yeah, <laughs> just I, like I need that visual she, reminder. She knows that, what hey, she's drinking and what she's got left. And when the afternoon comes, afternoon lunch, and I'm like, I've had one glass of water all morning. I'm like, okay, I need to get on this. And so it, it's important to set yourself up, to be consistent. But there, there's a flip side to this too, right? Like rituals aren't just good. You know, and rituals are probably already in your life right now that you may not even realize you're doing. So um, a good exercise would be to take a couple minutes and to write down what your day looks like. You know, everything from the second you get up to brushing your teeth to when you eat to when you go to work to what you do when you get home till you go to bed. And go ahead and write that down and you'll see there are activities that you're doing every day. 
And so then go through those activities and then ask yourself, is this ritual serving me? Is it helping me? Because all of a ritual is, is it's just something you do consistently, right? So is this action helping me or hurting me? Do I need to keep it? Do I need to delete it? Do I need to change the amount of time I'm giving to it? And usually I think that's the best case scenario, right? Because when we try to rip something out of our life, like let's say it's um, watching like a Netflix show that we love, right? And we're spending two hours a day doing Netflix and, and, and watching stuff. To go from zero or, or, or from, from two hours to zero is like trying to go from zero to 60 minutes of running a day, right? Sounds great. Like, oh, I could do that. And of course, you get on the treadmill for 10 minutes and you're done. So you, you have to back out of things the same way you add things to your life, one tiny chunk at a time. So if you're doing two hours of Netflix every day, take it down to an hour and 45 minutes of Netflix or even an hour and 50 minutes of Netflix. Be consistent about that for a couple of weeks before you lower it anymore. You have to make the transitions in your life um, more more simple and seamless mm-hmm. with small chunks. Yeah, but it's not always about adding, right? You can subtract too. Yes. Um, if you're trying to simplify your life and provide a little more space, um, you can subtract. So yeah. don't think that we're just adding more and more onto your yeah. plate. I mean, a, a couple of questions you can ask yourself is like, you know, what is something that you want to change in your life? Like what 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 is one thing in your life that you feel is a burden that you want to change? And then ask yourself another question. What are the little things that you're doing every day? What are the rituals that are actually supporting this thing in your life that are, that are sort of contributing to that situation, right, that you want to change? Then what does your ideal circumstance look like? So when you think about the situation that you want to get out of or the thing that you want to change, if you could make the change, you know, what would that situation look like? So what does the ideal circumstance look like? And then what are the little daily rituals or what's one little daily ritual that you could start that would gradually get you from where you are to where you want to be. It's simple. It doesn't happen in an instant again, but it happens a lot quicker than not getting there at all, like we said. And so it's about the the small things that you can do every day. And maybe it is, you know, for Angel and I, I said, even working out, getting in better shape was a big one for us several years back. Um, so we're, we're about 30 to 45 minutes a day. Now, when we started doing our daily exercise, we were at about 10 minutes a day. So like that was it. It was like, okay, we're going to be consistent with this, but we're just going to do a 10 minute workout every day. And a lot of days it was just a long walk together, right? That was 10, roughly 10 minutes long. It was like walking down and around. So it's not, again, you got to start small. If 10 minutes feels like a lot, do five minutes. It sounds ridiculous, but make the barrier for entry for the ritual that you want to build in your life small. And that's the trying again and again and again, right? And now you're, you've built up and five minutes feels easy. So now you can do 10 and now 10 minutes feels easy. And eventually you can do 15 and so forth. You give yourself a chance every day and you gradually get from where you are to where you want to be. Just like my friend, Sarah from high school, yeah. you know, she didn't lose all that weight and, and get in peak physical shape in, in a day. She got there in years. And now, you know, today she's in better shape than she even was back as a child in, in high school. It's taken decades. Yeah. So, yeah. And a reminder, you know, good point that as you're implementing these rituals and you're seeing progress, you're restoring faith in yourself. Mm-hmm. You can do it, right? Absolutely. Because we're motivated by p- progress. So, implement these rituals, make them so small it seems silly that you can't do it. Start doing don't break the chain and and see what happens and give yourself 60 days They say I think scientifically a lot of uh, positive psychologists have done studies that show 
that it's 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 a, like in the ballpark of sixty to seventy days. And I, I read recently sixty six days as being kind of the exact that it takes sixty six days for a human bit being to build kind of a more intrinsic habit or ritual in their life so that they start doing it second nature and it feels natural to them. So give yourself 66 days to say, I'm going to do this little thing for five or 10 minutes a day for 66 days consistently, track it on a wall calendar, you know, or, or even if it's just a regular calendar where you can see it and see where, you, see, see where that takes you. Like, how do you feel in 66 days and what can you build? How can you build off of that? Yep. And we want to hear from you. Tell us what your ritual is. Tell us what you're going to implement. And we want to hold you accountable. So um, shoot us an email. You can go onto our website at marketingangel.com or let us know on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can find us by searching Marketing Angel. What you think, you see. You ultimately become. Think better, live better. Live better.